I believe to my core that we are meant to be strong and healthy and we're not meant to deteriorate as we age. Now, of course, some things come up and, and it's natural, like it's a natural progression as we age, but I don't feel like we have to be on medication as we age. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community, regardless of where you're listening to. We so much appreciate your time coming in to see what we have going on today. Now, this is going to be a longer show. This is going to be, this was actually pre-recorded as a Facebook Live. Now, I usually do Friday morning lives on my Facebook page, True Farm Life, or sorry, Facebook.com slash True Farm Life. I usually do those every Friday morning, and this was one of those shows. I sit down with my audience, we chop it up, we have open conversation, and I thought, Instead of our usual 30-minute show, why not just open this up to you? Every once in a while, we do this too. Maybe a bit more behind the scenes, less editing, more authentic. And it's just me talking about some of the struggles that I was dealing, that I was going through, some of the chronic pain that I've struggled with, have struggled with, sometimes am still struggling with. (laughs) Chronic pain is is a very special issue. I think that Unless you actually deal with it or go through it, you don't know what it's like. I certainly didn't. And that's not to say people can't empathize or sympathize, but it's a it's a really challenging thing. My gosh, it's, it's one of the most challenging things I've ever dealt with in my life. And I wanted to share that story with you guys of how I was able to find some results, how I was able to maybe get to the next level, if you will. Some people struggle with the chronic pain and the and the mental anguish. And I'll, I'll talk about all of it, everything, every single thing I, I went through and been through. Um, and then this show was a little bit ago. I mean, I, I will continue to work on my pain and reduce pain levels. And I think we all need to continue to reduce inflammation and pay attention to the foods we put in our body and the exercise that we put our bodies through. And regardless if that's I think it's you have to look at the extremes. You have the extreme of it's too much stress on your body or the extreme or the other extreme of not enough exercise or zero exercise, which also puts stress on your body. So that's something that is is worth considering. Um, but at any rate, I hope you enjoy the show. I hope you enjoy the, the longer version of what I'm sharing with you. And I'd love your feedback. If you would like to share, send a message or shoot, shoot us a message on social media or let us know if you like the longer form, we can definitely do more of those. Or if you prefer the quick 30 minute types of shows and interviews, we're going to continue on with those regardless because we send, send those out to radio stations also. So radio stations all around the world. <laughs> so thank you so much again for being here and I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Hey, hey, good morning. So today we're going to talk about chronic pain, chronic back pain in particular, but people deal with chronic pain in many different ways. So that's going to be the topic today. I did want to tell you about a couple other things and I'm going to share my experience with some chronic pain. Good morning, Gloria. I'm having a really 
delicious tea this morning. And I gotta tell you, our sugar detox is absolutely rocking. We're midweek. I think we st we officially start on Monday, and everyone is doing amazing, amazing, amazingly, amazing. And um, so Bev actually, Beverly Toes, she's part of the Fair Trade Association or committee here in Olds, and she donated some Tiga tea, Tiga Fair Trade tea. And this was actually a prize for someone else, and I opened it. <laughs> and I'm having some right now, <clears throat> but I have good intentions. So I'm actually gonna buy the. I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy this one and ask her to bring another one for our winner. <laughs> so I had to try it though. It's mint. I'm a I'm a tea fanatic. If you guys didn't know, but this is it's herbal tea. It's mint ginger, ginger mint. I had drink tea every day. So I thought, why not try some fair trade tea? Like I'm big fans of fair trade and everything that they do. It's ethically sourced and, and they're sourced <laughs> and they look after, they pay attention to the environment, proper wages, reduced slavery. Like there's a bunch of crazy stuff that goes on in this world. Morning, Brenda, that we don't want to talk about or think about. So fair trade is definitely something that we would suggest trying and using and buying and supporting. So actually you can buy this locally at Stang's or there's a website. I think it's just fairtrade.ca or these guys have a website, tea, organic tea, Tiga organic tea. So we got Suzanne in here. Good morning, Suzanne. And Brenda said good morning too. Brenda, how are you feeling? Are you at work today? I guess you wouldn't be here if you were at work today, would you? <laughs> so I want to talk about I oh I want to talk about chronic chronic pain here but I did want to mention detoxify yourself so our book detoxify yourself you can see it right here brand new cover brand new book 150 brand new pages lots of brand news going on pretty excited about that but uh we I appreciate everyone's support and just want to thank you guys for those of you that have purchased a copy most of you are would be in the sugar detox now but when that ends beginning of next week, Monday, Tuesday, then um, the group will, will be over, but you can still purchase the book if you want one. Um, but uh, yeah, really excited about some of the new new chapters. There's a whole new fitness chapter. There's a new supplements chapter we added in there. Uh, stretching, did I say fitness? There's a kombucha chapter. We talk about all the macronutrients. There's tons of... Oh, sorry, I just read Brenda's comment there, but um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of different things that we've added to the new edition of the book, so I'm pretty excited about that. Brenda says I'm off today, bruising coming out now. Yeah, we didn't I suggest that, or you suggested that one of us. We figured that bruising was going to come. Brenda took a little bit of a spill, <laughs> and um, and is now bruising. But that, yeah, that's a tough one. That sucks. Okay. Anytime you go through some kind of issue like that or a bit of a, it's not chronic, I suppose it's different than chronic pain, but we, we all deal with pain on some level, emotional pain, a lot of emotional pain going on right now. And he laughs. <laughs> I don't laugh. I'm pretty sure you were laughing at me when I couldn't stand up because of my back. <laughs> 
but um, I'm not laughing because you're in pain. I'm laughing because of, well, we know you, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you have chronic pain, but you have like a chronic acute pain. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we talk about Dorothy, or Dorothy Brenda in, in like a bubble because she's always hurting herself. But you haven't, true story, but you haven't hurt yourself in a while. So that's a good thing. That's, that's a good thing. But I want I wanted to share a little bit about myself and the pain issues that I was going through. And I didn't want, really want to talk about it before because I don't really want like sympathy, which is fi fine. Like I, like I don't, I don't take it like offensively. I just, I just don't need people that are like, oh, I'm so sorry for your pain or, you know, like people go through some real pain in their lives and, and what, and for me, I feel like I can talk about it now. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm way better than I was. <clears throat> and I don't have the chronic pain at the moment, which is de debilitating at times. And I want to share that with you guys. Cause I know a lot of people deal with pain on a regular basis and I've never experienced pain like this. So, so I got into a car accident a couple years ago. I always say a couple years ago, that could be longer now. But I've had back pain since, and it wasn't like a high collision. So, so then you have to look at. I feel like mindset is something important. Like things could be much worse, and that that's what I always kept telling myself. Like every day, like you got to go through your exercise, you got to go through your, you got to go through your pain, <laughs> whatever it is. And sorry, my, my notifications here. You, you got to go, you got to go through what you got to go through. And like, I feel like these are lessons in life for whatever reason. A lot of times we don't know why, or but I, th I really feel like everything happens for a reason. And like, I don't know why I, th I feel like for me, it's to help. I mean, like in, we're in the healing business. We help people. We want to improve people's lives. So I feel like that gives me the opportunity to understand what other people are going through. So for me, it was, it was like chronic pain for a couple of years. And but it wasn't, but I didn't realize how bad it could get <laughs> to be a hundred percent honest with you. I didn't realize it could get much worse. So my back was giving me issues on and off. And then I went through an issue where it was, I wasn't, <clears throat> I just had an MRI, which I'm really fortunate for because in most cases, the MRIs take a year and we got back from LA and then I got a message from the MRI clinic and it was like, Hey, you're coming in next month. And I was like, Okay. But here's the thing is like, I'm not, like, I would never put down the, our medical industry because they work so hard and they do the best they can and they're understaffed and, and like, especially right now we're going through a lot of issues, but I don't, I don't believe it, everything they tell me. And that's just my own personal experience, my own personal perspective. So, and I feel like we should, like you should go and do your own research. You should go and find out what are the positives, what are the negatives. So, for example, I guess you don't know, who, I don't want to like call anyone out, but for, for example, like my doctor was like, oh, you, you could probably just have some simple surgery and you'll be fine. And I'm like, simple surgery? Like, it's quite invasive. Like anytime they go around nerves, that's like anytime you're around your spine, like your brain. I don't think it's simple, but that's, you have to understand, like, they do the best they can. And I feel like it's so easy to throw people under the bus. Like, 
you just say, oh, like we don't take accountability for our own actions. So if something were to happen in surgery, you just blame, like, would, would I just blame them? Like, oh, it's all your fault. But I, I made that choice. It was, it was an opinion. Someone shared an opinion and then I would make a choice. And then you decide if that's what you want to do. So there has to be some account, accountability somewhere. And for them, like they, that's what they do. That's what they know. That's what they study. Like they studied medication. They studied surgery. That's what they do. So if you want an opinion, a different opinion from someone else, you have to go somewhere else and get a different opinion. And for me, like I heard, and, and like this is, you know, you, of course you hear those people that are like, oh, it's so nice that you're you're a doctor now and you um, self-medicate or, you know, you self-prescribe or you've fixed your, like Google fixed your diagnosis or, or gave you a diagnosis just because you read up online. But I mean... You have to do your own research and right and now there's so much research out there there's so many you can do you can read case studies you can read like professional official documentation of what has happened in the past what is happening and i feel like we should do more of that instead of just taking someone's word for it and like i i wouldn't say like i believe there's a place in time for surgery and i'm very grateful that we have the ability to do that and especially in, in North America, most of us are able to go and get surgery, especially in Canada. It's a bit easier. But we still have to understand that the choices that you make are, are your choices. So you have to make the best choice for you. So I went around and I looked and I read some studies that said that maybe, maybe surgery isn't the best option because of other issues that could come, come in along down the lines maybe not even just acute. So I wasn't really super excited about surgery and that's what the MRI was for. So you need a diagnosis from an MRI and then you, and then the doctor reads the MRI. Actually, I don't even think she reads it. She gets it sent back like from some specialist and then they tell her what, what it is. And then they say, and then they make a recommendation. Like maybe you need, like it's probably a good idea to have surgery. And like, so for me, I feel like I, and she called, she called and it was like muffled. I could hardly hear, but you can't get, like it takes you weeks to get a phone call for that with them. So Suzanne says, nobody knows your body better than you. It's a, you're hundred percent true. Suzanne, like I believe that to my core, like I feel like we ignore clear signs. Like we, we ignore them. We don't want to see them. It's easy to turn a blind eye. Because it's it'd be easier to say, okay, I'm just going to go get surgery. That should fix everything. At any rate, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get at is, I think it was a bulging disc. She said it wasn't a ruptured disc. I think it was a bulging disc. I couldn't really hear what she said. But when I was looking through some of my research, it said that most people, like a good number of people in my age range, have a bulging disc and don't even know it. The problem is the bulging disc. It, it could rub up against your nerve, which is your sciatic nerve. In my case, it went down my left leg, but it could go down in different places in different ways. And that's what I was dealing with is, was chronic pain. And, and again, chronic pain, it was only four months for me. And I know people that deal with, I mean, the chronic, the extreme chronic pain was four months and I thought it would never end. And it was excruciating and I couldn't think really well. I, like my, my moods were up and down my emotions were crazy. Like I, and I had to deal with this on a regular basis. And then I was very conscious of how I treated other people and how you talk to people. 
but I gotta tell you, like my toes were numb. Like my, my toes were numb. I had aching, throbbing in my, in the top of my foot. Um, my calf was on fire most of the time, most of the day, like my, my calf would just burn all day long. And like very few things like I did, I did, a, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm all, holistic like i believe in modalities I, I believe in practitioners and i wouldn't say nothing nothing really made a big a big difference but i feel like they all make it made a small difference uh so i did i tried chiro and physio and acupuncture and um and nothing really was like wow that really made a big difference but i also feel that, that these things made a small difference to bring me to where I am today, where at least I can talk about this. I wouldn't talk about it before because I was, it was, it was too emotional. I was in too much pain and I didn't feel like anything I did helped. So it wouldn't be beneficial to you guys. Like what, like, what can I do to share in my experience with you guys if I can't even help myself? Um, and I guess that makes me a little emotional because I feel like, Oh no, I dropped detoxify yourself. Detoxify yourself was talking to us. <laughs> Maybe he wants us to talk about detoxify yourself more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna try this one more time. <laughs> and if it doesn't stand up, if it doesn't stand up, then we're gonna have to not use that stand anymore. <laughs> Sorry about that. But um okay, so there's a, there's a handful of things that I did do that I, that I did that I believe helped. And I'm at a pain right now. Like I'm very fortunate, like right now. So chronic pain is, I think chronic pain is after two months. I don't like, I'm sure there's different definitions, but when I was reading about it, chronic pain was after six weeks or eight weeks or something like that. And for me, mine lasted at least four months around the four month mark. And that was excruciating pain. Like Misery, like pain I've never, like nerve pain that I've never experienced before and never want to experience again. Just throbbing, constant pain. Like every time I would, like I'd wake up, I'd often wouldn't sleep throughout the night. Um, it was quite challenging. And that was difficult for me as a, pra as, as my own type of practitioner as well, or healing agent is that like, if I can't, like everything that we do and teach, we experiment on our, our myself, ourself, like we try meal plans, we try recipes, we try workouts, uh, we help people feel better about themselves. And I was like, just, it was really difficult for me as being in this profession and being like, I can't even, I can't fix this. But I think we have to understand we're not in control of everything either. So, but some of the things that I, that I did do that I wanted to share with you. So one of the things was we, we got a new mattress and I know like that's expensive and some people may think that that's not going to make a big difference, but I feel like all these little things would make a difference. And so the mattress that we had, it wasn't very new and it was Springs. So my, my main, main, excuse me, my main pain was on my left side. So I had a really difficult time sleeping on my left side. But if you're always on your right side, like you, I, you, I've done some research and studies have shown sleeping on your belly is not a good thing. And it also kind of bothered my back years before, before my accident. So I didn't know, don't really sleep on my belly. And then on my, on my back, it was too painful. Like I was very uncomfortable sleeping on my back. So I could either sleep on one side or the other. And it was really difficult to sleep on my left side and sleeping, always sleeping on my right side actually gave me, uh, actually gave me pain in my right hip. So 
then, and I, and I was also very conscious of this. So here's the thing is when someone goes through an injury, so let's say you have a, a knee injury and you're limping, you put more pressure on your right knee, then I wouldn't say the pain transfers over. It doesn't like jump over to another limb, but because of the compensation, you start to have pain on your right side. Morning, Jane. Jane says she's been, been listening for a while. Um, Jane's in our fit fam. And I know I talked about this briefly about the pain I was going through. Not, not too much, but at any rate, so sleeping on one side all the time was giving me pain on the other side. So that was a challenge. At any rate, we went and got another mattress and it's, and it was, I don't know if it's the, the memory foam, but I can go and tell you if anyone's interested, I can go and find the brand name for you. But I'm telling you like that made a difference without question. It's like changing our mattresses isn't something that we think about. And like, I didn't think about it. Like, man, like it's just a mattress. It'll be fine. Like you sleep in hotel rooms. We have a different mattress in LA. So I didn't think the mattress alone would make a big difference. But the mattress definitely made a difference. It's much more comfortable. Actually, I, when we go other places, like hotel, family, like I said, we have our place in LA. I don't want, like, I want to keep this mattress. I want to take it with us everywhere we go. <laughs> it's super comfortable. So I would consider, consider changing your mattress. Um, sleeping with a pillow between your legs is something that was also beneficial for me. And I still do it. And I feel like I've heard this on, from a few different practitioners and I didn't really think much of it. And I was like, well, you know what? I was at, at the point where I'll, I would do anything or try anything. And here's the thing is that I'm not going to tell you anything that's going to be groundbreaking. Like it's not going to be one thing that changed everything, but that's the point. Like that's the point of what I want to teach you and talk about today is that every little thing helps and every little thing matters. Like it makes a difference. We always say how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're going to go and do one thing, let it be everything. Oh, put that on a t-shirt. If you're going to do one thing, let that be everything because you, you we want to strive for excellence. I always say we're not perfect, but we strive for perfection. And whenever I lay down, so it just makes your hips a bit different. So I think our hips close in a bit, like as our legs close our hips close in a bit and that puts some pressure on your hips. If you put pressure on your hips, you're pushing pressure, you're putting pressure on your lower back. And, um, if you could, if you could widen your knees a little bit with a pillow that lines up your hips a little bit better, which lines up your spine and your back a little bit better. Now I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now, if I haven't said it before, I'm not, a, not a specialist, not a back specialist and a doctor. I'm not a chiro. I had a really hard find, a really hard time finding a specific area of expertise. So for me, I'm a self learner. I was like, okay, I watched, I'm pretty sure. Oh shoot. Give me one second. I forgot to plug my computer in and I just got a notification that my computer is going to die. There. I hope that's charged. <laughs> I hope that's charging. Um, I'm having a really, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying sharing this with you guys. This is a personal, like I don't share everything personal about myself, but I appreciate you coming in here and hanging out with me and listening. So I, like I, so I, I watched every single YouTube video I could find on bulging. I didn't know as a bulging disc at that time. I still don't know. I think that's what the doctor said, but I told you like it was all muffled. And, and from what she was saying, the only real answer that they could offer me was surgery and I don't want surgery. So 
I wasn't, didn't hang my hat on the MRI. I, like, I, it doesn't mean anything to me, to be honest with you. She said it's not a, a ruptured disc, which is good news, I guess, which is probably why I don't have any more pain. Um, but I'm continually conscious of, of what's going on. And see, here's the thing is that when your pain kind of goes away or you start to get better, it happens with people like we know of people from the weight loss industry uh, or people in the fitness industry that want to lose weight. That's why we do, we say we don't lose weight. We want to change your life forever. That's what we can offer you. The weight loss industry is different. It's completely different, even though everyone thinks it's the same. The weight loss industry is I want to weight, weight, lose weight for a bikini competition. I want to lose weight for a wedding, for a weekend, for the summer. We don't do that because when someone starts to feel better, they lose some weight and they go back and gain a bunch of weight. That's not what I want to help people with. That's it's not my goal. It's not my mission in life. I want to change people's lives forever. So when I started to feel a little bit better, I stopped doing some of these things. <laughs> I was like, oh, the pain's gone. I don't need to do these things. But the thing is, I'm not 100% and I want to be 100%. Like, I want to get 100% mobility back. And the thing is, like, it's that mindset. It really is, like, I believe to my core that we are meant to be strong and healthy. And we're not meant to deteriorate as we age. Now, of course, some things come up. And and it's natural. Like, it's a natural progression as we age. But I don't feel like we have to be on medication as we age. I just talked to a lady on the phone about her supplements. She used to work at a health food store. And she told me she's 72 years old, not on one single medication. I thought that was fantastic. And, and if you need medication, that's great. And I know I'm not trying to put everyone down. I know most of the population is on at least a couple. That's just statistics. Canada, FDA. Like it's North America where that's what they do. That's what that's what I was talking about here with our, our doctors. Like that's what they're trained to do. So when we go and see a physician, they, in most cases, they prescribe you with some type of medication. I went, I went in there, I went in to see the doctor one time and I, like we had a, a brief conversation and they went and gave me some pills and I was like, I don't need those. Like, why are you giving those to me? Like, oh, well, they could help. And like, you don't need to take them every day. Just take them once in a while. And I was like, if I don't need them, then I'm not going to take them. So, um, but I feel like that's their job. Like they want to medicate. Like that's what they do. Like they offer medication. They're trained in medication. So I don't fault them for that. That's their job. So when you go see a doctor, a lot of people expect medication instead of like, I'm looking for an answer. Like, can you give me, can you tell me why this is happening? Can you tell me how to fix it, how to prevent it? And in most cases, they don't have those answers. The answer is here. This is what we can do for you. So if, and if that's what you want, fantastic. Like go, go ahead and help let them, hopefully they can help you in that regard and give you some medication. And that's just not the, not the road that I personally choose to go down. So when it comes to, when it comes to some of the things that really made a difference, I talked about the bed briefly. I talked about laying on, uh, using a pillow between your knees that was beneficial. Um, I'd imagine certain practitioners w wouldn't appreciate this, but I actually bought myself some cup, like cups, cupping. And I, I'm really like Eastern, I, used, I really like Eastern, really, uh, not religion, well, religion too, but um, healing, Eastern, like could be Ayurvedic or just could be, Eastern medication, herbology, like all that stuff, teas, powders, potions, <laughs> all that interesting. And, and cupping has been used for not quite as long as 
acupuncture or dry needling, which I read is a bit different only from where you, the needles are the same, but only from where you, where you put, put them on your body. So I got some cups and for a long time, twice a day, I would put cups on my lower back and hips and, and it's, it's very simple and it's not that invasive. It's not like a needle. Uh, you put your, you, you, all you do is put the cup on and then you, we did that for Dorothy and it really helped her recover for her marathon and stay strong and healthy. She's been doing that consistently and she's ran every single day this year. She's around day 275. So that definitely made a difference. Those cups, I know that's, that, that even sounds extreme. Excuse me. I know that even sounds extreme to some people, but I was willing to do whatever it took to get my pain to go away. And I don't think many people are like, I, you know, I st- every day I would watch videos and I'd read, I'd read um, documents on how to help with bulging discs or how to help with lower back pain or how to help sci- sciatica. And there's another one. There's a couple of them in that area. I, it's, it's, uh, it's another one. It's, uh, it's a long word that I can't really think of right now, but it's, there's something else that happens in your glute. And it's like basically like a knot and that knot builds up and it puts pressure on your sciatica and it runs down your leg as well. So that's sciatic pain, but I don't know if that's sciatica because sciatica usually starts in your lower back and then runs down your leg, but this actually starts in your glute. So many times people are trying to treat the lower back, trying to fix the lower back. They maybe misdiagnose that it's a bulging disc or ruptured or slipped disc. And, and it's actually the pain is originating in the glute. I wish I could remember it. Start, it's like a phosphorus, one of those Latin words. But um, at any rate, it, it's very difficult to just to go to one practitioner or go to get one. Ec- oh, you can't even go to an x-ray. You know, what's interesting is like they, they tried to send me for a bone scan. And they're like, go see. Like, I didn't need it. They're just like, but that's that's what they do. Like, it's all through elimination. Like, let's give you as many things as you can, as we can to see what works. And I wasn't really willing to do that because of, I wasn't really, I didn't want to deal with the side effects and long-term side effects. So they, to do a bone scan, you have to drink some kind of fluid, some kind of, I think it's like, uh, and I, you have to drink some kind of, what is it? Um, I can't think, it'll come back to me. But, and I was reading about it and it's, it, is, it could be detrimental to your health long-term radiation i think it's some type of radiation the blue has to show up on the bone scan and i was like the blue is going to go into my bones so they can see my bones through the scan anyways i called them and i said i'm not not coming <laughs> i did some research and i read that it could they could offer could offer long-term side effects and then i talked to some nurse i know a ton i used to work at a hospital at least I used to run fitness classes at a hospital i know a ton of nurses i know a bunch of people in the healthcare industry i asked their professional opinions and they told me and then i made my own educated decision and i said i'm not putting that blue stuff in my body no thanks so i didn't go and do that that bone scan but i don't think i needed it i think she told me that because it's probably going to take you nine months to get an mri let's do a bone scan and see if that shows anything and i'm like but the bone scan would show my bones and we're trying to look at the my spine they were trying to look at the uh, bold the disc they're trying to look at the discs and it's actually it's not the it's not the car it's the cartilage it's not the bone it's not the vertebrae it's what's in them so everyone explains it this way is that your discs run this way 
your um, spine runs this way, of course. The vertebrae runs this way. And when your disc bulges, it's like a jelly donut that like squishes out the side. And then that bulge pushes on the nerve, which is where that pain comes comes in. And and I was like, if it's not a bone, if I don't absolutely need that test, like 100% to diagnose and possibly treat, no thank. That was my decision. And um, it turned out that I didn't need it. And I had an MRI in a month anyway, so no thanks. That's the thing. Like I'm very conscious of what goes in my body and that wasn't something I was interested in. So you move on and you try something else. And it says, good morning. Good morning to you, Anna. Love your energy. I too want an answer or better yet, uh, natural practical prevention of disease in a way to maintain wellness. 60 and no meds. Awesome, Anna. Fantastic. Thank goodness. And I hope to keep it that way and keep getting healthier and stronger every day. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Same page, same team. That's what it's all about. You know what? There's a book. I interviewed this guy and I really wanted to check out this book he was talking about. But one of the things that he said was, as you age, like we shouldn't, we shouldn't never die from old age. Like our, our health shouldn't decline until we finally like medication. Here's what happens. What I believe happens. Like you, you get a little bit older and then you stop moving. That's one thing, especially at least here in Canada. And we noticed that much different in LA because the weather's nicer. There's more things to do. Um, you can get outside and get active. So we see people that are 60, 70, 80, 90 years old, playing volleyball, riding bikes, running. Um, they, some, some of them sit down and ride bikes, like whatever they're doing. That age group there is much older, much more actor, much more active and much healthier. So what happens is as we get older, we go, go through some chronic, chronic pain. We go through some injuries and then we stop moving. And then we stop and then we usually go to medication and that medication offers more medication. And then we can, then our health continue, continually declines and then we stop moving. So we don't have any activity going. And then the, the less we move, the more, the less calories we burn. So the less food we eat. So we're, so we're still, so we're not moving. We're still medicated and we're not eating food. We need nutrients. And then that's when we see, like we, we hear from, from friends or, or family members, like we know whether what, whatever type of hospital that you're in, when, when your days are getting shorter, coming to an end, you eat less and less food, which is really scary to me because when like, you know, like when someone stops eating, you can't get nutrients in their body. How can you possibly survive? How can you live much longer? So, um, that, that's how, that's how I feel it works. That's my personal opinion. I'm not going to tell you any facts or statistics on that. I'm just saying like, that's what I see. And, and then, like I said, this whole show here is my own personal experience. It's not, I'm not re- telling you someone else's. I'm not reading. I'm not telling you that I'm certified in anything. I'm just telling you what happened with me and how I was able to make a difference in, in my life. Jane says, yeah, moving is good. Walking as I'm listening to you. Awesome. You should do it. Send, do a little picture. Send a little picture. Maybe a selfie. You know what I, I thought was cool? I tried to get this earlier from um, Exploring Mind and Body, a radio show and podcast. I always thought it was cool. Like when you're listening to the show, take a picture of where you're listening. Every once in a while, someone will do that. I think it's really, it's really cool to see where someone is while they're listening to you have a conversation. So going back to the different things that, that I've tried. See, when you have compression, like most of us, 
we we sit most of the day. One of the things that I did is I, I didn't buy a stand-up desk, but this desk here, I started standing. So I stand more often and, and I'm, I'm quite active. I don't usually, I don't sit all day long without question. I couldn't, I don't sit for six, seven, eight hours, but I do sit for stretches of probably, I could probably sit for, I don't know if I could sit for an hour straight, an hour or two, but I, I usually get, I'm drinking water and tea all day. So I got to get up and go to the bathroom, but still like I'm getting up and moving. I think some people could probably sit in one spot for three or four hours. But I got to, anyways, I got to stand up. I didn't buy a stand-up desk yet, but that's something that I was researching and looking into and learning about the benefits of it. So when we're sitting, we are sitting in a, in a position where our back is curved a bit and it's not flexed. Like right now, I'm not sitting in a flexed position like I should be. I'm just leaning back and relaxing a little bit here. But when you're, so when you're standing up, your back is more flexed and you're more upright. So that helps with posture. And that's super important as well to, uh, to understand that, your back and your posture has to be upright more times than they're not. In most cases, I don't sit like that. It's not comfortable for me. I sit like a little hunched over. I think most people do, which is where that lower back issues come in. But for stand, I st so now I've been standing most of the day and I feel like that's making a big difference. So I can't stand for too long because then I feel like I'm actually putting pressure on my back. You know, when you go, you <laughs> it's a shopping thing. I could work out all, I, I always say I could work out, I could run all day, but ask me to sh go shopping, my, like my feet hurt, my back start to hurt. <laughs> but if I stand in one spot for too long, I get that same kind of discomfort in my lower back. So not like not standing in one spot. So I, I go from different places, like I sit down, Sometimes I sit for a little bit, but I try to stand more than I sit. And then I'm like always moving, going back and forth from different rooms of the house. And um, that's that's been beneficial as well. So considering a stand-up desk, desk could be very beneficial. I did talk about those, those suction cups. That could be something of interest if you want to experiment with it. You have to know, like I've, I've tried to talk to practitioners. I've asked acupuncturists, um, massage therapists that use them. And I, like, it's not that invasive. I, I have tried a bit more invasive things. I don't know if I should tell you about all of them. <laughs> Only because you get those people that are like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. You're not trained. But it's my it's my body. <laughs> like, I should be able to do what I want with it. You, you like you pay a, a trained practitioner, given they've gone to they've gone to school, but and they've studied and they've they've learned their practitioner. But then you pay them to do things to your body, and I'm like. I should be able to do what I want, but you get those people that are a bit judgy and they're like, oh, how could you do that to yourself? But there's a whole world of that. Like I know there's a whole, like there's a whole biohacking world. Like I've read some books of people that were doing some crazy things to themselves and some turned out really good and some didn't turn out great. And some they've actually hurt themselves badly, but usually it, it turns out for the better. <laughs> but for me, like I always experiment on my own body in, in most cases so that, that cupping thing made a difference for me. The Theragun, I bought a Theragun. It's like one of those a handheld massage, like massage guns. And that thing's fantastic, I got to tell you. I wanted one for a long time and I never really took action to get one. And then, because there could be up, upwards of 200 bucks. And anyway, excuse me, I got one and that's fantastic. So I use that in my lower back. I try to use it for at least five minutes every day, sometimes two, two times two five minute stretches in the morning and in the evening. And um, I use it on my shoulder, like some of my shoulder gets tight here. So I'll use it on my shoulder. I wish I had it here with you, with me. 
It's not here. And um, then I use it in my lower back and I use it in my glutes and hamstrings. You can use it on your IT, ba IT band. If you have someone that can do that with you or for you, like it's really good for runners. Like runners don't stretch <laughs> and they have IT band issues. Runners go through a lot of injuries actually because they don't stretch and usually don't eat all that well. But um, that gun definitely made a difference. Hot baths really made a difference for me. Of course, we're in the, in the supplement world. Supplements made a big difference. Uh, like we'd use the bath flakes in a hot bath. And we, that one, I know, I feel like I've been doing a giant monologue. Does anyone have any questions that I can answer for you through my own experience, not as a practitioner? Um, I would like to know if any of you are dealing with chronic pain right now. Maybe that that's beneficial. I would like to do, I'm going to do an online course about lower backs. And just from, I, just from my, like I said, my own experience, like I'm going to just, I'm going to put this together in a course and we're going to talk about it and we're going to learn from each other. I always feel I learn more from you guys than you learn from me, but I really want to know what people are, what kind of pain people are going through, what's helped, how we can help. And maybe we can put together a program that could help others improve their chronic pain. I know a lot of people deal with it. And I got to tell you, like, it is debilitating. When I was going through my own issues, like it was so like, I would, I would, I would plan to get better. Like in my mind, mentally, I would plan to get better each day. And I like every day, I, I just wanted a little improvement. Like if I was just a little bit better today, then I could build on something. I could get a little bit better and maybe a little bit less pain. And if I would wake up and I was in a, a lot of pain, I would be emotionally like, a, like it just crushed me emotionally. Like, oh, another day of pain. It's not getting any better. And then the same thing. And then I was like, okay, then I'd break it down. Like, okay, there's no pain in the morning. Maybe there'll be no pain in the afternoon. And then when that pain came in the afternoon, emotionally, I'd be back to, I'd be back to ground zero or negative. And then it was, it was just, it was really challenging. That was four months and it felt like four years, to be honest with you. And it was like one day after the other. And sooner, sooner or later, like I got, had a little bit less pain. And then the pain, like one day I'd have less pain and then the pain would come back full tilt the next day. And then I ha would have less pain for two days. And then that third day I would come back angry. <laughs> it was coming, it was, it was coming back infuriating that it was gone for a couple of days. So it was even worse, but then the pain would go away for four days and I'd feel better. So, and then the pain wouldn't be all day long. It only be for, instead of morning, afternoon, evening, it would be pain just morning and afternoon, not in the evening. That was rare, actually. It was the other way around. It would usually in the morning, I think is because I was, wasn't was moving very well. I was on a nice mattress. I had the pillow. And not very well. I wasn't moving very much. It seemed like the more I moved in, I'm, I'm an active person. So I would want to, I'd want to go work out. So if I had a day where I felt a little bit better, I had a harder workout and then I paid for it. And then I wasn't able to run. Like I still haven't really run. I do short stretches of running, but I haven't really been able to run longer than 10 minutes probably because I don't want to, I don't want to put that pressure back on it just yet. I will trust me. Suzanne says I lived with chronic pain for over 20 years. Where's your pain, Suzanne? If you would like to share with us. Brenda says, yes, the daily hour long bath with magnesium flakes has definitely helped me with this. Pain is exhausting. Pain is exhausting. It is. Pain is exhausting in so many ways. Like I feel like we're so emotionally like 
we're so emotionally wrapped up in the pain. Like, oh, it's so painful. Like, you, like everything goes to that pain emotionally, physically. You just want that pain to be gone. And then it comes back or it's still there. And it, it just sucks the life out of you. It really does. So what was it? So oh, I was saying about this, the supplements was a thing. So the Brenda mentioned the bath flakes. The bath flakes make a huge difference. And there's a big difference between Epsom salts and magnesium flakes. Epsom salts are magnesium sulfate, very low on the absorption scale. Then you look at magnesium chloride, which is bath flakes, is at the highest form of magnesium uh, absorbability that you can get. So you have to look at two different things. So you have people that are dealing with chronic pain, and all they're doing is bathing in Epsom salts, which is probably doing very little. Then you go to bath flakes, for example, magnesium chloride, and you feel 100% different, much better than with Epsom salt. So education around that. I use magnesium gel and or spray every day, twice a day. I put that all over. <laughs> I put that on my lower back, um, down my down my leg. I put actually put it all over my, my body after a bath or a shower, even if I bath in magnesium flakes. But some days, like when my, when my pain first hit, the only thing I could would really relieve that pain is going straight to the bath. So first thing that I do in the morning is run a bath and I'd sit in the bath. Whoa. Excuse me. And I'd sit in a mag flake bath for 20 to 40 minutes. That was just to start my day because I was in so much pain. I didn't feel like I could do anything else. Suzanne said, I'm better in the afternoon. Then in the morning, I have fibromyalgia and lower back pain as well as arthritis. Thanks for sharing that, Suzanne. It's um, it's it's so challenging dealing with that pain. But I, th- I feel like there's things that we can do about that. And that's why I'm here talking. Like, I didn't accept that. I didn't accept that I was going to go through this pain. I was going to be miserable. I didn't feel like surgery was the answer, at least at this point in my life. And I didn't feel like I had to accept this and there's nothing that I could do. I didn't feel powerless. I did feel powerless, <laughs> but my m- mind said, I, there has to be a way. There has to be a way to fix this and help my body. And that's all I was trying to do. Like our body wants to heal itself. All I want, all I was thinking of is how I can help my body heal itself. That's why I was going through these different things. Like, um, bone broth was something. Brenda actually hooked me up, helped me out with that. Uh, bone broth is something that I still drink every morning. That helps with that helps with the healing process, tons of vitamins and minerals and especially collagen that we need to help our ligaments and joints build back stronger. So I was drinking, I still drink, I'm almost out of it actually, Brenda. (laughs) But um, drinking bone broth, so that would be a food supplement, if you will. Then we're on point, so I was taking liquid magnesium on a regular basis. Definitely helps in many different areas. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else, just the greens and supplementing properly. But then you could look at food, like food in general. I tried to stay very conscious of staying away from anti-inflammatory foods, um, staying away from alcohol and sugar. Actually, I did go, I did go out and like I was in pain on a, on a regular basis. I went out and I had one of those days. I went out, went and hung out with some friends and we had a few beers and I had some appetite, like deep fried appetizers. I did do a really good job of activated charcoal and chlorella, both binding, both detoxing. But my pain was three times as bad just from the just from the alcohol and from the infl- inflammatory foods. 
So I, that's how I knew for a fact that the staying, staying extra focused on my food, no matter how frustrated I was, no matter how little results I, that I saw, that food will make a difference and will help reduce my pain. I drink the bone broth cold. I couldn't have, or sorry, hot. I couldn't imagine drinking it cold, <laughs> Suzanne. It, it's like you have to, I'm not like we don't eat, don't really eat animal products, very, at least like very little animal products. So meat like kind of grosses me out a little bit, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, so you're drinking like if you're, the, it's like home, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. If you go buy a store-bought one, I'm guessing it's the similar, but you have the bone broth and it's, it's got a little bit of fat in there. It's got a, like, it doesn't, it's got like, it's a bit oily. Like I couldn't imagine drinking that cold. <laughs> so I drink it. I drank it along with my tea. I, I, I actually usually have a tea in one side and the bone broth on the other side. And I, I really feel like that made a difference. I do. I, I, there's tons of studies around bone broth and helping heal and, and cure and the, all the minerals and vitamins that it has to offer. And like I said, we on top of that, we don't really eat animal products. So I thought that that bone broth would would help in that area. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't think you have to consume animal products, but especially in this healing phase. Like yeah. Like I said, I feel like there's a reason for everything. I feel like our bodies are, are meant to be strong and healthy, but we go through these things for a reason. But you have to have that mindset. Like you have to have that mindset of that I can heal, I can help, I can be cured. And I don't live in a magical world where I don't believe that no one needs surgery, nobody needs medication. Like everyone's in their own position. I'm just sharing my experience. And I, I really felt like I could do this. <laughs> I did. I, like, I really felt like... I have to do this. I have to be able to tell my story. I have to tell, teach people that I was able to heal myself. And I, I, w I felt like really defeated when we went down that road of maybe I have to have surgery. Because if you go through too much chronic pain, especially when it comes to nerve, you could damage the nerve. I read about that as well. And, and I knew that that could be an option. And I was grateful that that was but it's not something that I wanted to do. And still, you know, you don't, you don't know about these things. Like you don't know what it could come back tomorrow. I don't know. I don't believe that. I feel like I've turned the corner and will continue to get stronger. And I'm doing a little bit more things to make sure that happens. But, um, that's where I'm at with that. Suzanne says, LOL, I had to ask. That, that's fine. You can definitely ask questions, but I would never drink a bone broth cold. Anna says, my life has been an ongoing journey of dealing with various structural pain. I've had at, I've had awful prognosis, prognosis, but keeping working at coming above it with movement and gems of education and natural helpful products like yours. Also have had some repairs and replacement parts. We need maintenance too. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need maintenance. Thanks for that. And, and, and like I said, like everyone's on their own path. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to, I'm not even here to tell you what to do. I'm just telling you what I did. Sometimes we need a, a replace. Like we don't know what happened 20 years ago, 50 years ago. Like for me, I was, I was a high impact player. I played sports for years. I say it was probably from the car accident, but it could have been 
from sports. Like it could have weakened certain areas from sports. It could have been one collision. We had collision as baseball wasn't like hockey or football. I played high school football. It could have been high school football, but we had collisions in, in baseball. Um, I did flips. I, I, I kind of think it could be, could have something, something to do with my, my flipping stage, but for probably a good year, I really wanted to learn a, a front flip, which I did. And I did front flips for hours, hours. And all, it's all I would do on mats and springboards and like that impact that could have had something to do with it. Like, we don't know. We don't know what happened past in our, like in a past life. We don't know what happened in, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, whatever it is. So you may need a knee replacement. You may need a hip replacement. Like, I'm not here to say that you should or shouldn't do that. Maybe, like, I think you need to do that research for yourself. You need to talk to practitioners. You need to uh, um, figure out what's best for your own body. Like Suzanne said, we don't know what's, like, we know what's best for our own body. I really feel like, I really feel that. Even if you go to, like, even if you go to a doctor or you go to a practitioner, maybe it's a holistic nutrition, whatever it is, you're going to talk to them, you have the conversation and they're going to give you the recommendation. And then you have to do what's best for you. You have to do what you feel is right. And I want to tell you about Pete Agascu because I read his book and I really align with his beliefs. So I believe he was in the military and he is a really, is like really a posture guy. That's what he does. Like a hundred percent posture. He says, we don't, if we don't have proper posture, nothing is working properly in our body. We don't breathe properly. We don't think properly. We don't move properly. He's all about posture. And I feel like when I started to do his exercises, I started to see, like I said, nothing I'm going to tell you is going to be life changing. But one of the most significant things was when I was doing his exercises is that I felt like my back was actually getting better. And even though like I do them every day still, sometimes I do them twice a day and I feel like I lost my train of thought. I feel like that's made a difference for sure. Even though some days, some days are always up and down. Like I said, with that pain, I'm just grateful. Like every day I wake up, like when I go, I walk to the mailbox which is a half a block away. And, I, and I'm like, great, like living in that state of gratitude. I know it's like some people it's like flighty or cheesy or whatever. Like, I, I think it makes a big difference. Like I could be like, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent. So I could be miserable that like, oh, it's been two plus years since my car accident. It's been over four months since I had the chronic pain or a slip disc or whatever it was. I could be miserable. Like, but I feel like that all, like that's the energy that you're putting through your body and on your body, that misery, that pain, this discomfort. So I could have that frame of mind and I'm like, well, I should be a hundred percent right now. And I probably did have that early on, but I changed that to gratitude. Like every day I'm like, oh my, I'm so grateful to wake up without pain. I'm so grateful I could walk to the mailbox or I could walk around the block and not continually consciously think about, oh, like, some days, like I'm telling you, and some of you, I'm sure some of you know what I'm talking about. Some days were like so painful that you can't think, you can't process, you can hardly have a conversation with someone. And then like, it's my customer service is part of my job. And you have people, sometimes you have people complaining or everybody wants, <laughs> everybody wants a special, you know, <laughs> everyone wants to be treated special, which we try to do, but you have to you want to bend the rules and you want to com- accommodate. And then some days it was, my patience was just so thin because I had so much pain. It was really difficult to deal with that. But I never wanted to show that with anyone. I never wanted to show that 
I was going through pain. I never wanted to take my frustration out on someone else. And um, some days were more challenging than others, but I, I feel like that's life. And that's what we have to go through. Suzanne says, I, I have good days and bad days. I really understand. Thanks, Suzanne. And, and I feel like that's helped me understand other people as well. Because I've, I've dealt with pain, usually usually like acute pain. Like I was one time I I was jumping on boxes and I fell off the box. The boxes were quite high. I fell off the box that hurt my wrist. And that was like a bit of chronic pain. And I was re- I really like to do handstands. So I wasn't able to do handstands for a good stretch, probably a few months. And um, I want to learn, like I want, that was the only like real chronic pain that I've, uh, that I've understood. But now it gives me the understand, the, it gives me the opportunity to understand people on a deeper level, people that really deal with chronic pain because you experience yourself. If you've never experienced what someone else is going through, you can't fully understand what, what they're doing. And it, like we have so much judgment, especially in this world today. Like we have so much judgment. We have so many people casting their own opinions and expectations on other people. But you don't know unless you're walking in someone else's shoes. Like how could you possibly know what someone's going through, why they made the decisions that they make, um, what they're going through personally, what their plans are in the future, what happened to them in the past. But still, like, I mean, media is one of the worst things that we could possibly do is, is watch the news and listen to them clearly divide individuals. But we have to make our own decisions. And if we can do that without judgment, I think we'd be so much better off as a society, as individuals, um, as people that, as human beings, like treating people as human beings. A couple other things I want to talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap things up here soon, but the ice ice bath for me was night and day difference. The ice bath was absolutely amazing. I know this is a stretch. I know most people won't do it, but understand my mindset is that I was willing to do anything to heal myself. Most people aren't. Um, I was willing to try anything to make it work. And sitting in an ice bath. So it's called actually called hot cold therapy. It's a thing. Some people will do it with their foot. So if you sprain your ankle or if you have a swollen ankle, you put your foot in hot water, then you put in cold water. 10, 15 minutes, you go back and forth. Five minutes, you increase the blood flow so you can help heal quicker. This is what I did with my entire body. <laughs> because your lower back and your spine basically control your entire body. So we have a sauna. And the sauna is like a individual, like a personal size sauna. Only thing that's kind of funny. The only thing that sticks out is your head. And we actually got that as a Christmas gift last Christmas, I think, or the Christmas before last Christmas. Anyways, it's great for the immune system. It's great. It's great for detoxing, sweating out toxins. There's tons of health benefits to saunas. And so I would sauna. This is what I still do. I do it once a week now. I was doing it three days a week. Maybe I should go back to that. I was doing it three days a week. Um, a couple weeks ago for a good stretch. Um, but now I do it once a week and that's what's usually recommended, but I'm still trying to heal myself. So I sit in the sauna for 15 minutes, then I go in the ice bath. So the ice that I fill up the, the, the water with hundred percent cold water. Then we have these ice packets. I have, I don't know, 20 of these ice packets and I use the ice packets because then I'm not going to buy ice. I feel, I feel like it's a bit of a waste because you dump all the ice bags in the tub and then you just let it drain out with the ice bags i can reuse them so it's a no-brainer to me and then i'm not running to the store to get ice every you know three times a week or once a week or every day whatever it is so i put the i i put the 
water on cold, as cold as I can do it. And then I get these ice packs and I put the ice packs in the tub. Excuse me. And then I let that, I let that sit. I let the ice pack sit in the cold water for an hour probably. And then I'll run the sauna. I'll run the sauna and I'll sit in the sauna for 15 minutes. Then I'll go in the ice tub for 10 minutes. Then I'll go back in the sauna for 10 minutes and I'll go back in the, I do three rounds and I go back in the ice tub for 10 minutes. Hey, hey mom. Yep, I'm still alive. Just wrapping things up here. I only got a couple more suggestions, but you can catch the end of this. So let me start from the beginning. Sauna for 15 minutes. Then I go in the tub, ice tub for 10 minutes. Sauna for 10 minutes. Ice tub for 10 minutes. Sauna for five minutes. Ice tub for five minutes. Then I'm done. And that's, and I've got to tell you, like, I feel like a brand new person, like energized. My muscles are like alive and vibrant. I feel fantastic. I feel like everyone should try that if you have the ability. I know like most people probably, most people aren't going to sit in the ice tub anyways to begin with. But most people don't have like their own sauna. But if you do have that, they actually have a thing here in Alberta and Kananaskis. It's called, I don't know what it's called. Does anyone know what it's called? It's called something like some kind of therapy, hot, cold pool therapy. And I'm sure there's research around the benefits of it. So they have different saunas around. They have hot tubs. They have ice tubs. They have eucalyptus. So at any rate, I feel like that really made a difference also, the ice tub, like the hot, cold therapy. That's okay. We just appreciate you, sh- you guys showing up whenever you can make it. But I didn't finish with my Peter Goscu. So I got his book and I started reading his exercises. Oh, hydrotherapy. Hey, Alicia. Didn't know you were in here with us. Nice to see you. Um, it's called hydrotherapy, I guess. So that really made a big difference for me in healing. And I, and I still enjoy doing it. It's a, it's a mental, like a mental twist. But here's the thing is like when you sit in an ice tub, it's freezing for like a minute, maybe 30 seconds, a minute. It's cold. But then you're like your body pretty much goes numb. <laughs> and then you just sit there. And it's, it's a bit uncomfortable, but it's not like people think it's like freezing, like crazy, miserable madness. Like, how do you, it's like, ah, how do you do that for 10 minutes or 15, whatever it is. And I don't even notice it, to be honest with you. You sit there for a couple minutes, you go freezing cold. It's, it's much easier if you go in the sauna first and then in the hot, in the ice tub. I've done ice baths without going in the sauna. So I, I definitely recommend if you have the opportunity to use a sauna. And then ice, that would be much better. Okay, so to wrap things up with Pete Agascu, he's got this thing called the Agascu Method. And there's actually clinics around. It started in Southern California. And he actually has clinics not far from Redondo Beach where we stay um, half the year. But it's called the Agascu Method. So I highly suggest it. It's all about posture. It's all about, he does very simple exercises. Some of it is laying on your back and your feet are at 90 degrees. Um, and he's got, a, I know he's got a couple books. I read one and I would like to go on back and grab the newer, the newer version. Like one of the, one of the exercises laying on your back and putting your feet at 90 degrees. That's it. And that shifts your whole, because we're always standing, right? Like we're standing, we're putting pressure on our lower back, on our spine, on our vertebrae and on discs. So just laying there, I like, I feel like that makes a difference. Some light twists. I'm not going to go through the whole thing with you, but I do them every single morning and then I try to do them in the evening, which doesn't always happen. I'm human too. <laughs> but I like to do those twice a day. I also have like a, 
I also have a, like a pull-up bars and I hang from that two, three times a day, two, three, four times a day. Every time I walk by it, I try to hang there for about 10 seconds and that stretches out your spine. So understand that as we continue, like if you, you're running, you're like often walking, um, sitting, like we're always putting pressure on our spine. Very few people will sit in a position to take that spine off or to take that pressure off your spine. Hanging or laying on your back in certain positions really make a big difference. So I would definitely consider that even like if you're watching this, even maybe you're not dealing with chronic pain or maybe you're not, don't have any lower back issues. But just think about the future. This could be, you know, 40, 50, 80 years of that chronic pressure being put on your lower back. That's why so many people, like when I asked the question, who deals with lower back pain? It, almost everyone. I was shocked. I had no idea how many people deal with lower back pain on a, on a regular basis. That's why I would like to put together a little bit of a program just so we can learn from each other, have a conversation. We put everyone in a private group. I would share. I'll share some of the things that helped me just like this show. I'll share some of the things that that's helped other people. But um, I think that would have that supportive community of people talking back and forth and having these conversations of what can actually make a difference. Because I mentioned before, I don't feel like we have to, like we don't have to deal with chronic pain. Like I got to feel, and, and I know everyone's at different levels, but I really feel like we can make a difference. And and maybe you're at excruciating pain and maybe we can find a way to lessen that pain. Like I feel like I just, if you don't take that accountability, if you don't take that responsibility, I definitely feel like it'll get worse if we don't commit to making a change and making a difference. At least from my own experience, that's what I felt. That's the difference that I was able to feel like that I've made as I continually get better. Like I'm like I'm trying new stretches and know I gotta I want to do this show so I could remind myself like these are the things that helped me. These are the things that made a difference for me. I want to keep making a change. I want to keep improving and getting better. But I didn't feel like I could do much more while I had all that pain. I didn't feel like anytime I tried to push myself a little bit, the pain came back in a in a big way. Like I said, it came back in an angry fashion. But now that that chronic pain is gone, like I'm still in discomfort. I don't have flexibility, full flexibility. I don't do all the exercises I'd like to do, but it's getting much better. And I feel like because that pain, like that chronic excruciating pain is gone. Now I can make some better steps forward. Um, but you should definitely check out that book. And then if you get a chance, if you guys are listening to this and if you're around anywhere where that has the Agoscu Method Practitioners. Like it's a certification. You can actually go and train and teach people how to improve their posture and their spine. And they, a lot of it is lower back issues. So if you have chronic lower back issues, that's, I know you have the ability to visit uh, Agoscu Clinic. I would definitely recommend that as well. All right, that's it. That was a That was a good one. That was a big one. Thank you so much for hanging out here with me. Thank you for listening to some of my truth. I feel like that's all we can do these days is share our own truth and share our own perspective and and avoid those people that don't want to allow you to share your own perspective on, on life and perspective and doing the things that you want to do. <laughs> um, our sugar detox is rocking. I know some of you are in our sugar detox. Thank you so much for, for joining us and participating and being rock stars. If you're not in our sugar detox, or if you want to check out Detoxify Yourself now or in the future, it's only 20 bucks. Like, I feel like that's a pretty good, I feel like that's a pretty good investment in your health. Um, and 
I don't think I have anything else. We have new products. We have uh, new products. We have a new mag flavor coming up here next week. Check out the mag group for that, for those details. And then we released, we have two other, we released bath flakes and another superfood. So we got lots, we got lots going on, lots coming up. It's going to be a crazy fall. And the wet weather in Alberta has been beautiful. I've been in LA the last two years. So I missed the fall, which I've never, like, I, not really a fall. I don't, I could care less about the fall. In most cases, I'm a summer guy. I love the sunshine. I love the ocean. I love the hot weather. I don't love winter or snow. <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed, because in LA, this, it's still hot there. It's like September, could be hot in October still, like summer hot. So I wasn't, I didn't really, wasn't, didn't really, didn't bother me that I was missing the fall, especially because I think it's usually cold and windy and miserable in Alberta in the fall, but it's been beautiful. I feel like the fall has been better than the summer. Like we came back here at the end of summer and it wasn't all that pleasant. <laughs> Smoke and mosquitoes, some people dealing with allergies, <laughs> but I'm great. I'm really grateful for this fall and the leaves have been beautiful and we went on some hikes and got out and experienced some some fresh air and a break from technology and media <laughs> so thank you guys so much for joining me i'm, I'm out of here have a wonderful day um reach out if you have any chronic pain issues that i can help with or i can send you to someone that can help with and i wish you all the best in reducing that that chronic pain i hope some of these tips may have helped um, adios. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.